0: Podcast of a Lincoln Geek is sponsored by Honey Badger Games, makers of edible gummy dice and meeples, and curators of a wide variety of specialist teas, based here in the UK. Head over to honeybadgergames.co.uk to take a look at their geeky treats.
1: Hello and welcome to Podcast of a Lincoln Geek. I'm your host, the Podcaster General. And this is the very first 97th episode of our show. Amazing. <laughs> uh, as always, I'm joined by my regular friend and regular co host. We have Pete the Collector. Say hello,
0: Pete. Hello, Pete. Another fine podcast from my collection.
1: Another one in nearly 100 episodes I know. in the bag
0: need to find space for them all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I like to think you're printing the transcripts and it's just like a file or something. or no, you, You're getting some kind of physical version of this audio format. Cassette tape, mate. Just cassette, cassette tapes are tape. going old school. Yeah, going, going back old on, school. You're going back, back to the like, 80s. To the 80s. Cracking out the VHS or the Betamax oh, yeah. if you want to go really, really oh, kind of hipster.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about recording on, onto, onto VHS as well. But no, no, cassette tapes work better because they take less space and spaces yeah. of the... Uh, essence right now for me.
1: Yeah, that's the impending avalanche uh, of uh, Funko Pops on your head as we speak, exactly. no doubt.
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Spider-Men <laughs> behind me are definitely looking to, to top over at some point.
1: They're, they're plotting your demise, Pete.
0: They are, they are.
1: Well, uh, today we're not uh, if, well. If you hear a, a sudden scream and a just shuffle of boxes <laughs> falling down, then you know what's happened. <laughs> but but uh, until that happens, uh, we're here to talk about a board game. We're doing a game spotlight today, which is where we pick one game uh, and talk about it uh, a bit more detail than we normally would in just a normal regular episode. Uh, and today's game we're shining a spotlight on is one I played um, at an unfortunate milestone of mine for a birthday. <laughs>
0: Oh yes, Efton chat,
1: Efton chat for the forty-year-old mm-hmm. podcaster general. I'm now older than wiser than I was at the tender young age of thirty-nine. <laughs> uh, but yes, the game we played, we did play, play like a couple of games really over the birthday mm. weekend. Um, but the one that stood out the most of the big party game was two rooms and a boom, tick 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 boom. <laughs> so uh yes it's a very big party game it came out in 2013 so it's not
0: new <laughs> oh, wow. yeah loud.
1: yeah it's, i know it's uh, not as old as me though p nothing is <laughs> um it's not a new game but it is it is quite cool and it's one i don't get to crack up very often because you do need quite a big player count don't you mm. i've, I've oh, heard yeah. i've heard you can play with six players but I just seems it. like just totally wouldn't work at all, would it?
0: <laughs> no, I don't see how that
1: could work. And you need a uh, like a mediator or a narrator, like a games master.
0: Yeah. So I yes, suppose you need, need you seven. need
1: seven. So you need seven players. I mean, I don't think they're counting the actual.
0: Yeah. The sense.
1: mediator in that player count. but even still, I don't, I don't see how that could work.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. I knew all the rest of you once I explained what the hell it is all about. Uh, so uh, two rooms and a boom. Is uh, that's well, first of all, it's designed by Alan Girding and Sean McCoy. Give them the shout out there of uh, Tuesday Night Games. There you go. Um, It's a a kind of a light party game that's designed to be very fast and played by a very large crowd. Uh, so if you've got any ancient podcast to general parties to go to, then this is the game to crack out for. Uh, in the game, uh, there are two teams. Uh, there's, uh, well, by default, you can chuck in a crazy third team, which I'll tell you about at the end, <laughs> Yeah, I know. But the normal game, there are two um, teams. There's the red team and the blue team. Now, each team, just to keep things basic to begin with, uh, there's one kind of very special role in each team. In the blue team, there is the president, and in the red team, there is the bomber. And through the course of the game, you do various kind of hostage exchanges from one room to the other, and the rooms can't interact with each other. That's very critical uh, for the game. The two rooms have to be like either literally two different rooms (laughs) or opposite ends of like a very large room, so they can't really see or interact with each other in any way. Okay. Um, So what they have to do, there's a very short time limit. It's designed to be a very fast game. Uh, You can customize it a little bit by adding extra rounds and a bit more time. But the default is three rounds. First round is only like three minutes. Second round is two minutes. And the last round is one minute. So this whole game could potentially be over in about six or seven minutes. Okay. Um, What you do is uh, at the end of each round, the leader of the room, and you kind of nominate who you want to be leader, but that's a whole other thing I probably don't need to go into, <laughs> uh, picks a hostage from their room to exchange with the other room. And you do this over the course of the rounds, usually free, and at the end of the free exchanges, the bomber goes kaboom. boom And if the red team, uh, well, if the bomber is in the same room as, room as the president, the red team win. And if the bomber is in a different room than the president, so doing the other, other side of the hall or whatever, then the blue team win instead. And that is the crux of the game, isn't it, Pete? Yeah. So, uh, what what did you think of it in general?
0: I quite enjoyed it. Um, when we played it on Saturday, this was actually the very first time I played it where I wasn't a moderator. Oh, um, yeah. I'd always opted to be the moderator out of my general fear of social uh, deduction games and generally I don't want to be caught in a corner that I can't lie out of. Um, but yes, yeah, so this is the first time I actually got to play it and I'll admit I was always panicking, looking at my card, thinking, "Oh, I hope I, have, I hope I'm not the bomber," and I hope, definitely hope I'm not the president, um, because that was actually some some interesting things to play through. And thankfully, I wasn't. I was a special role once, but we'll get to that as I was a think uh, like third or fourth round um, game, sorry, role that we added in. But yeah, it, it's very very interesting. And you're right; it, it sounds like you only got a couple of minutes, but I will admit when you're at least when you're first starting off, it does feel like you've got all the time in the world to gather information. And then suddenly the moderator goes, right. Okay. Hostage exchange time. Who's bringing who? Uh, yeah, which, and it, yeah. And if
1: you don't know who's on your team for the, you're like, Oh, I don't know that person yeah, sent them. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. it is chaos. And that there are so many different roles. I mean, to start with, we only played with the basic roles. So the mm. only unique roles were the president and the bomber themselves, but you can spice it up a little bit as well. Um, by chucking in some extra roles which do different abilities or they have different win conditions. Like for an odd mm. number of players, because I think we had 15 in our game, yes, uh, the, the the first kind of odd player was kind of the grey team, which basically they've got their individuals with their own winning conditions. And the, the he was the gambler, I think, the first, I can't remember who the gambler yes. was, actually, thinking can't about
0: it. I not myself, to be honest. Uh, there was a few, uh, there was after a couple of beers by that point in the night. So you'll have to give our memories of being a bit foggy. Was it? No, it wasn't George, was it? I
1: can't, I can't remember. Well, the, the gambler basically just wins by predicting which team they think is going to win at the end. So the gambler can kind of play both sides against each other. Um, but the, the main way for the teams to share information, and this is where the different roles kind of come in, is you have the um, like a, a card share mechanic. So normally you can say whatever you want so you could say I'm red team when really you actually blue, whatever but if both parties agree so if you and one other person agree you can literally show each other your card and you can't back out of this for fairness so you can't like look at someone's card and then say "Ha ha, tricked you <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> you have to both look at the card and that is the prime way of Sharing information in the normal game, so you can go. I'm I'm blue. Can I look at you? And you can see the arm. Once you find out who the president uh, is, uh, is you could try and basically try and protect them and make sure they don't end up in the same room as the bomber. That's the crux of it. uh There are some special roles though, which kind of chuck in a couple of spanners in the works. Uh, there are the spy roles, uh, which are quite clever really, because uh, on your card it says you are a red spy, but your card is blue and looks very similar to a um. Actual normal blue team member card. <laughs> yeah. So when you're card sharing, if you're very quick with the card, you can make it look like you're actually on the blue team, even when you're the red spy. Um, which is always funny, uh, unless they pay too much attention to your card, in which case your covers blow.
0: <laughs> I think because I remember seeing at least one or two of them during the actual game sessions.
1: Yeah. Did you find and a few I, spies?
0: I found a few spies. Yeah, but I think I think it, I think I clocked they were a spy. Like, oh, that card. It's a red card, but it looks a bit different. It doesn't quite look yeah. right. Ah, maybe they're the red spy then. Um, or something yeah. similar. I think I got another good look at one point, and it does actually say "red spy" on the side.
1: It does, but yeah. it's very much
0: because you have to glance, and you almost have to see that card multiple times, just because, like I said, I, I saw it at least two or three times during the during the I game. I think I
1: showed you one probably. I was a spy a couple of times. Probably, yeah, and I was <laughs> like, I showed you, and I was like, ignore the color, look at the text. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was on the same team I was on the same team with you at least once, I'm sure Yes
0: (laughs) But yeah, it was a case of trying to actually um, Pick up more than just the very, very Bare basic of the card But in like the fraction of a second that you see it
1: Yeah, I mean I think there was one interesting game where I changed i went for all the teams <laughs> Cause kind of yes because because we did which play with did. one instead of the gambler we chucked in a more interesting one we thought which was the the hot potato <laughs> uh, roll which is basically it's a grenade <laughs> so if anyone card shares with you and you are the grenade you swap cards with them mm. so it is the grenade you want to just get rid of that card because if you have the grenade card at the end then you blow up individually <laughs> And you lose. It doesn't matter where you are. You lose if you hold the hot potato at the end. Um, and I think I started off as a blue spy. I looked at the hot potatoes card, so I became the hot potato, and I knew who the blue spy was because <laughs> it used to be me.
0: Um,
1: I then got sent to the other room because they because the room knew I was the the hot potato, and they wanted to get rid <laughs> of me. <laughs> so I got I got sent as a hostage to the other room. I then managed to trade off my hot potato card, and I got the other spy card. So. Um, it could. It was the Spy for the other team. I can't remember which team I started off as, to be honest.
0: You um, were on the other team, because when you, you came to our room during then, and I remember watching you, I think mm-hmm. you talked to someone, I can't remember who, yeah. convinced them to do a card show, and I caught out the corner of my eye, the two just swapping your cards, I'm like, Yeah, It's ah, hard so to, it's, the it's, the it's hard day to day. do it subtly. It's hard to, I, yeah. I tried
1: to take them to the corner, it's like, here, yeah. but no, it didn't quite work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because <laughs> it was actually quite funny, because I watched that card go to uh, Gregor, yeah. We then gave it back to you. Yeah,
1: went, I got it again. I can't <laughs> believe it. And then I got sent. I think I got sent back to my original yeah. room as the grenade again. Yeah, and, and then I managed to get one more card sharing just before the end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: spot, I was like, "Oh, I left the grenade in the other room. It's fine." And boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 basically it's it's just a fun little. Um, party game that's just it's pretty easy to pick up um i know you have a, a bit of a fear of lying and stuff but i feel like this game's so short and so random yeah yeah it that it's not really an issue you don't really need a long cover story do you uh, mm-hmm. and, and even if you do get outed as the bomber there's a chance you might end up in the president's room anyway um, i think
0: i remember watching um i think when i was when i was moderating a game at your house um at some point prior. Yeah. I remember, I think, uh, it was the end game and the person was the bomb walked into the room with the president, uh, walked, into, walked into a room, sorry, and just said, boom, out loud. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was because, um, well, I always interpreted it as everyone in that room knew she was the bomb. So, then I think they were trying to push her into the room with the other room because I had the president and I think she got sent back at the 11th hour preventing that from happening. So, yeah, I think it's, it's you're right, you don't have to worry so much about lying. Granted, I'm saying this as someone who's only had uh, a very very interesting special role that we've not discussed yet yeah, but yeah i think if, if you are on the team with other, like other um other of others of your color and you can figure out you know like, like you said because obviously there's a leader and if if you find a majority red in the room and the leader is red they're going to give preferential treatment to to the bomber uh and obviously they just got to hope that no one else squeals by telling the other room that the president is in there um, but although saying that, I think at one point I was card sharing. I think I was blue, and I was trying to just trying to find out who my room was. And then um, I think one guy was really, really protective of the card, and I was like, "Oh, that's really weird." In hindsight, or no, actually, I think at the end of the game, I found out that person was indeed the president, and I should have kind of clocked that that, that he was the president. But my brain didn't quite go, "Oh, is that is that person the president?" I just thought, "Why is he being so protective of his card?" That's very, very odd. Oh well. And I think, cause I think I think I then got voted into the leader because you can you start off with a, like a designated leader in the room, but if, if yeah. enough people feel they're not good, they will mutiny and overthrow them. And I think yeah. once or twice I got thrust into the leader role, um, which I didn't want, but the majority voted for me. <laughs> not,
1: not year, the yeah we were just inspired by them, <laughs> yeah so if you feel like the, the leader of your room is not on your team it's basically in your interest mm-hmm. to try and get someone else to be leader you can't nominate yourself for leader as well you have to nominate yes. someone else and then you need the majority of the room to quickly put their hands up and if they are then they successfully have a mutiny <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so it's um, it's, a, it's a very random game of chaos um, We there are some rules as well that kind of Give a bit more cover to the president uh, and the bomber. Like you've got like cards. That, I think they're called shy guys, I think, or, or coy boys, something like that. Um, and they're not allowed to card share. So even oh, if even if they want to, they can't okay. card share. So basically, it makes them naturally look suspicious. It also it also gives a cover for the spy as well. If the spy okay. if the oh. spy doesn't want to um, risk revealing their identity, they can pretend they're shy. That kind oh, of that's thing. cool. I
0: didn't know that.
1: Yeah, there's there's loads of different roles. Um, that there, there are some uh quite funny, um, grey roles as well. Well, first of all, actually, we did another couple of zany ones, didn't we? Mm. What what was the other special role you had?
0: Do you remember? The other special role I had was Romeo. Um, Romeo, <laughs> that's it. he yeah. wants to be in the same room as Juliet and the bomber, so that they can both die together. Yeah, it was um, a grey
1: role, wasn't it? So you your yes, own team. it was a grey role.
0: And that's yeah. quite funny because I remember um I, I got given Romeo on, in the last game, and um I got yeah, got given Romeo in the last game, and then um I found out straight away who the bomber was, uh, which was our friend Pineapple, and then I found out almost instantly who the um president was. So I was trying to Juliet, uh who was actually your brother Sam. And I was like, and and so the entire game people were like, oh, does so people know who the bomber is? People who know who who the president is. And I just sat there going, I don't know, I'm not interested. It was really, really difficult because I didn't want to say Oh, you should send this person to that room, like sending bomber there or sending the person there I, I, was, I was trying not to um give away that I knew who both of them were and trying not to sort of out them both uh it's actually actually very very interesting to try trying to trying to stay neutral in that situation, yeah, saying that I was trying to sort of stay very close to pineapple because my hope was he and I would get sent to another room together. I find Juliet. Juliet boom boom him out, so romantic. Instead, <laughs> yeah, instead, Pineapple got sent to another room and then a person from that room got sent over who was my Juliet. Oh,
1: so so we did you end up, you reunited, but not with the bomber? Yeah,
0: not with the bomber because ah. he blew up after that switch.
1: So you broke canon. Romeo and Juliet both survived. That's unacceptable. Yeah, we're
0: both surprised. We both, <laughs> both surprised? You're yeah. both
1: surprised by your survival. Yeah,
0: exactly. we were both surprised by our survival. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice there. Uh, Another couple of funny roles we played with the demon and the angel.
0: Yes. Yeah, I don't think across, I can. Did you not happy. find
1: one? The, no. the, the, the demon and the angel, and they're oh. both on the blue team and the red team. There's a red team, angel, red team, blue team, angel, and vice versa for the demon. Um, the, the angel can only ever tell the truth. So, they're actually, they're a bit of a liability. If you get the angel card, you know who the president is. If someone asks you, you have to tell them who the president is. So the angel is actually a massive liability to your team. Yes.
0: No, wait, sorry. You're right. I forgot. We did encounter the angel because I think George was the angel at one point. And I think we were asking, we were asking questions like, is your name George? Are you standing on the floor? Stuff that he would, could only say yes or no to. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's the best way to do it. And uh, the the opposite, obviously, is the demon who mm-hmm. can only lie. So I was just going to everyone, is your name Fred? <laughs>
0: I you're quite glad we're doing
1: it <laughs> just to find out who the demon is yeah yeah it's pretty good uh there are some other funny roles as well i mean i think we're, we've covered the the basic ones uh in the rule book and the rule book is very expansive it gives you like loads of different suggestions for rules and ones that are good for like counters for other roles as well yeah, um yeah it's it's a really well designed rule book um there's like it tells you like warnings this might not be very good if there's only a few number of players this role might not go well with this one. They don't mm. kind of interact with each other. There are ones that force the president and bomber to kind of card share as well. Like the bomber has to find, I think, the mechanic first. Like someone's got the mechanic card, I think. It's mm. something of that. So the bomber has to try and find the mechanic to arm the bomb. Okay. Otherwise it doesn't go off. And I think the um the president has to find the doctor to take his heart medicine or something <laughs> so if the doctor okay. so if the president doesn't find the doctor that's just me without looking at the the, the rule book exactly sure, sure. um you
0: know, that's good because like i said i think when i was playing with the guy who was trying to protect them protect his card totally understandable don't get me wrong uh, but i think I, I could have potentially protected him if i knew he was the president uh, or done something something like that like i said i can't remember too many beers and there was a couple of nights ago um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's good to sort of force them to card share because, uh, as as beneficial to them as being as be excuse me as um as beneficial as it, is, as it is to be defensive for them, they do they can make it very difficult for their team to support them. Or if you've got like a role like say Romeo and Juliet to find the bomber, for example, so that's actually a good idea. I I, I applaud the uh, the creators for actually thinking ahead and actually putting um, such mechanics into the game.
1: Yeah, I just looked it up in the rule book as well. It's uh, the doctor for the blue team and the engineer for the the, the red team. That's who they okay. have to find. There's also a, um, a card that's uh Not you could play so there's one card that gets binned, so basically you should there's one card that's not selected as well, so if you've got a selection of roles, one of them might just be like in a little deck in the middle of the of the rooms Ooh. that kind of thing and if you do that, there's obviously a chance there's no president or no bomber yeah <laughs> so they've got so they've got backups for those characters I think it's like I think it's the martyr for the bomber if the bomber's not in play, then the martyr's powerful. And then you've got, I think, it's the president's daughter. So if the president's in the in the little card that's not picked, then the president's daughter is the one that should have been protected. That kind of thing. Okay. There's just extra stuff to uh, make things a bit crazy. You've got ones that re- kind of remind me of, um, like One Night Ultimate Werewolf. You've got the drunk card. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah uh, Before I'm just reading here, before character cards are dealt they're shuffled, randomly remove a character card this is the sober card place the sober card face down in location easily accessible by all players um, so at the beginning of the last round the drunk character can trade their drunk with the sober card, so basically they find out what they are in the very last round <laughs> oh, when <wow. laughs> <Compared to everyone laughs> the hangover wears off you've got like the opposite of Romeo and Juliet where you want the other player to die So you want the other player to be in the bomb, but not yourself. I think Ahab, Mm. so Captain Ahab, and Moby, as in Moby Dick. Oh,
0: of course, yes. Yeah,
1: so you want to um, kill each other. They've done really a lot of thought about all the different roles uh, as well. So it's very good. And there's there's all sorts of crazy combinations you can have. Uh, There's uh, a green team, which I've not read a lot about, which is kind of like a zombie team, which is crazy. (laughs) A zombie team, yes so uh, if you have the green card you're contagious, okay you begin with the zombie condition, the zombie condition provides a replacement win objective players with the zombie condition are on team zombie, team zombie wins if all players without the dead condition at the end of the game are on team zombie, so basically the room that doesn't explode you want all of them to be zombies any player that card share or color shares uh, with a zombie uh, gains the zombie condition, so basically you just want to take over the whole team but yes that in a nutshell is it it's a very fast game there's lots of replayability just from the different combinations of games the only downside is it is very hard to get a big enough crowd to play mm. <laughs> because i feel like in a free player game like free in each team you know mm. there's, there's what like what unless unless you only do like a single swap i don't see how it's possible really
0: yeah, I think sooner or later, I think the president and the bomber will both be outed. And if you've got a leader on the right side, yeah, they'll maybe know, oh, that person's the president. I won't swap them until the 11th hour or whatever. Or they'll only swap, uh, I guess maybe you'd be forced to swap two at all times. So that even if they manage to find who the president and the bomber is, and let's say they're on the side of the bomber, they would have to send out one of them. Um, otherwise, they could just send out, send out the, the, the third person that's of no use to them um hypothetically but one thing i actually wanted to ask is you mentioned about about three team game what's that all about i'm curious to know oh
1: that was that was the zombies the green team oh oh yeah sorry
0: oh i I misunderstood you i thought you meant three teams as in three separate clusters of people
1: oh no 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 not like three separate rooms no
0: my mistake my mistake it's
1: fine the game is forever two rooms in a boom it's in the name
0: of course why didn't i think of that
1: (laughs) you fool (laughs) (laughs) it's fine um yeah, it's a good little game. One little yeah. warning I would say is that it's very important to keep to the short time limit because I feel like yes. it's, it's fun and it's chaotic, but it is a bit thin on gameplay. Uh, I think the first time we played it, we played at my house. And I was like, oh, three minutes. That's not enough at all. I give people like double that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think it was a lot of people standing around waiting for the time to go down mm. while yeah. with the shorter time limit. Um, it's a lot more frantic. You've got a very limited time to quickly talk to the people in your room, try and find out what you can, and then try and get whichever player you want to send out to the other room. And if you're not the leader, you want to try and find out what they are, and you want to try and take power if they're not on your Mm team. It's a lot more frantic um, with a shorter time limit
0: yeah i'd uh, like to I, I, I think the time that we that we had when, when we played at the weekend was perfect it was just enough that you could get the information you need early on and then try and sort of rig things in your favor towards the tail end i think now you mentioned i think when i was moderating the longer games at your house i remember i think it was like me calling out like oh we've got two minutes left one minute left uh 30 minutes 30 seconds left and i think i remember people um kind of being like can we just switch swap already please we've been done for half a minute now um and i think also it was, trying to like knock on the doors so obviously you didn't want people to hear across it and think trying to get people to actually it was a bit like curling cats at times trying to get people to actually come out of their respective rooms
1: it was a bit wasn't it i think it was it was easier in the big kind of open plan room yes, agreed, uh, yes. and um you could like call the leaders out individually leaders get over here <laughs> kind yeah, of thing yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, and then uh, bring out the hostages but yeah that's i feel that in a nutshell is pretty much the game so if you want a big party game uh check it out it's really quick, and I think like even non gamers can pick it up pretty quickly, I'd oh, say, yeah, uh especially just with the the base the base rules are very simple, uh, and then if people like it, you just chuck in the uh more complicated zany rules just to spice things up.
0: if I ever somehow for some reason get married, uh please bring that to the wedding reception. <laughs>
1: It's a good reason to get married, Pete. Just you know, quickly just propose yeah, randomly yeah, yeah, yeah. until that happens. So then, we have, <laughs> then we can have a rematch.
0: <laughs> yes, there we go. There we go. That's like a sort our rematch. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. I'll begin my love quest.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Well, um uh, I feel that pretty much covers it, Pete. And then yep, you else to add?
0: No, can't think of anything else to add.
1: Excellent. Okay, well, I'm going to put a cap in there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning into our little show about uh, board games and random geeky stuff. I'd like to thank my regular friend and regular co-host, uh, the Pete. Thank you very much, Pete.
0: As Always, thanks for having me.
1: No problem. Uh, please feel free to to check out our website, it's uh, dolg.co.uk or diarylinkageek.com. We're also on all kinds of social medias and carrier pigeons, which I believe you can contact us Mm -hmm. over. Uh, so please do whatever you want. Uh, in the meantime, thank you for listening to our little show, walking the dog, doing the dishes, whatever you're doing. We do appreciate your listenership. Is that a word, listenership?
0: Yeah, let's go with that.
1: You you, you can have viewership, can't you? Yeah, listenership. Well that earship. (laughs) Thank you for lending us your
0: ears. (laughs) There we go, yes. As always, everyone. Bye, gaming? Bye.